Welcome to Talk Purpose and Truth with Eden and Kim, shifting you into higher consciousness. The show that elevates, uplifts, and encourages listeners to grow, heal, awaken, and evolve. Eden and Kim include bold topics, special interviews with inspiring guests, intuitive readings, channeled messages from beyond, including celebrities, hot topics to expand your awareness, and time for questions from the audience. Tune in for unprecedented truth, authenticity, on-purpose discussions, and magical moments. Hello, everybody. (laughs) This is... This is Eden and Kim with Talk Purpose and Truth podcast. Thanks for joining us for this exciting episode. Kim, who are we going to be interviewing today? Yeah, yeah, I'm excited. (laughs) We have Jess Sano here. Um, And I'm extra excited because um, I actually ended up connecting with him because one of our prior guests, Sheena Metal, had a post asking different things and I was impressed with his answer and I thought you know what I have to friend this guy and then I look and we have I think like 65 mutual friends of course it always works like that Uh, but he is he is very multi-talented he is a well-known very awesome celebrity photographer photographs all kinds of people that you've all heard of and then he also does where he channels he's a, a trance channel for Archangel Michael and I got to, I was very fascinated with that. He's also an author, so we'll, we'll ask him about that in a minute. But I was fascinated because um, we were really happy he agreed to be on the show, as well as I went to one of his Zoom events where he actually channels Archangel Michael, and I got some answers which were really profound. And just listening to the other people on the Zoom as well, I learned so much from Archangel Michael's messages for them and their lives, and it helped me with my own life. So it was just really profound. I highly recommend experiencing it. And we're going to be interviewing Jeff, and also he's going to do um, a segment of channeling Archangel Michael for us, the audience. So for our audience. Yeah, that's so exciting. welcome, Jeff. Thank you, ladies. Thank you. So, so happy to be here. Thank you for being here. <laughs> yeah, and can you tell us your, um, you know, as we go, I wanted to know the titles of your books and your podcast for our listeners. Uh, well, first off, my title of my book is Journey of the Awakened Heart, Discovering Who You Are and Why You Are Here. It's all channeled material. Um, I've channeled five or six bodies from Archangel Michael, and this is was my first book, my only book, actually. Um, mm. And uh, that came, I published that in 2010, but it came through. I used to do um, Michael groups when I lived in New York City, and all of that came through in those groups, that wow. entire body of teachings. And um, so my website for that is journeyoftheawakenedheart.net. You can see all of that. My podcast is Journey of the Awakened Heart. Hmm. Um, I also have a YouTube channel, Journey of the Awakened Heart. Um, I'm also the co-founder of the Angel News Network with three other wonderful gentlemen, Joel Anastasia and Philip Collins. And you can check out all of what we do there at theangelnewsnetwork.com. And I'm also the co-host of a brand new, fantastic, amazing show with four other amazing uh, guys, Jay Rothman, Charles Maddox, Josh Richer and Evis Heath called Real Men Real Talk Live. And where do they find that? Um, every Friday night 
9 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Central, 6 p.m. Pacific on YouTube <laughs> Live and Facebook Live. Okay. And, and go to my site, go to our site, Real Men Real Talk Live. That is, um, we're really going gangbusters on that show. Mm -hmm. We're touching a lot of people. Um, it's five men getting together to share from our hearts, our experiences in authenticity about subjects um, that affect us all. Mm -hmm. uh, we just did a couple of shows uh, with our relationship with our mother, our relationship with our father. Mm. Uh, what brings joy in your life? Um, what is the relationship you're having with yourself? Um, all different types of relationships that really, really hit us deeply from a men's point of view. Mm -hmm. oh, very That's interesting. Awesome. Yeah. Netflix, here you come, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so how did you how did you get started you know I mean you do you do so many different things but how did you what came first was it the photography and then it led into you realizing you had these other gifts too um well yeah it, it well here's the thing um and the most important thing is is that uh before we even get into what came first because photography did come first I, I was in the corporate, I lived in the corporate world and worked in the corporate world for 18 years. Oh, wow. Huh. And um, went back to school in the late 80s to study photography at uh, Parsons in New York City with a gentleman by the name of Mario Cabrera. He was my mentor. And then when, right before I turned 40, at 40 years old, I decided to quit that job, leave that life and create a whole new life nice as a photographer <laughs> at 40 years old um and i was miserable in that old life yeah and it wasn't my life it was a life that that i was just not happy in um i was miserable I, the woman i was dating at the time said to me jeff you hate your job you hate your life the only time you're ever happy is when you're with me and you have that camera in your hands. Wow. And uh, yeah, so one day I, I was getting on the train coming out of the World Trade Center in New York City going home and I closed my eyes and I heard her say, Jeff, you hate your job, you hate your life. The only time you're ever happy is when you're with me. She wasn't there, mm -hmm. but I heard it. I opened my eyes mm -hmm. and I said, it's time to grow up. And I was 33. Okay. So I went home and I took out a legal pad and made a list. But at the top of the list, I wrote, what do I want to be when I grow up? <laughs> and I'm telling this story because it de definitely leads to something. So at about 11 o'clock that evening, I looked at that list and photography literally in 3D came off the page and hit me in my solar plexus. Oh. And I knew it right then and there. And the next day, I devoted every waking minute of my life to photography all the way up until I quit my job right before I turned 40. And in that whole time period, made a plan and got gigs and, and got jobs. But the point of it is, the reason why it came off the page and hit me here in my solar plexus is because I connected with where I was supposed to be in my divine plan. Mm -hmm. yep. 
Yep. That was the immediate connection. So then I love that you, but I love that you're saying this because I feel that it's, I hear this so often that people feel they have these weird beliefs, you know, oh, well, I'm stuck. This is, this, I don't have time. And they're only 40, you know, even 50, whatever. You might live to be 110. Like, why don't you have time to do what you love? And I feel like that's just so, such a great message for everybody. You can yeah. shift out of it whenever you want. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, uh, we did a show on Real Men Real Talk about changing our lives. Yeah. And, um, but I knew it. I, had, I didn't have any fear because it was a knowing. It was yes. a knowing in my heart that I was just taking the next step in my divine plan. Mm -hmm. So when we do that, if we're, we're living true <laughs> to ourselves and we do that, that's when doors open. Doorways. Yes. Michael tells us, tells us that doorways... <laughs> Once yeah. we are walking on the path, because life is a succession of doorways, I made that choice. And all of these doors started opening for me. And on a little photo shoot that I was doing, I met a woman, Alexandra Bose, one of my greatest soul connectors in my life. She's my best friend. Uh, she turned me on to a gentleman by the name of Robert Baker, who was part of a group in New York called Children of Light, Robert became my mentor, my therapist, my teacher, my healer, and opened me up to this whole world of metaphysics. Mm -hmm. And I he, keep seeing, while, you, while he's saying that, I keep seeing angel light. Uh, oh, cool. <laughs> well, he, he channeled Gabriel. Okay. He, he's a chance channel, and he channeled Gabriel and other energies. And... So the point is, is photography came and Robert used to say to me, Jeff, photography is going to be your doorway. Mm -hmm. So once we connect with our, our, that soul's plan, that soul's divine plan, that's when doorways will open up to so many other things. So the answer to your question, Kim, is yes, photography was first. And mm -hmm. um, then all the other doors just started um, opening for me like I could never imagine in my life. Oh, wow. That's we, we both have, uh, Eden and I together have had that in the last four and a half years. It's been just like I would have never imagined. So um, we totally, right? Oh yeah, I can relate. It, it makes perfect sense to me now. I w maybe even a year ago that might have not have made sense, but it's really clicking. And right. yeah, I hope, I hope everybody is hearing this and, and letting applying this to whatever their situation is, because I think they can, it can help everybody young right. and old. Yes. Right. Yeah. Right. I, I, have a so friend, I, I have a friend in New York, my friend, Deb, who I grew up with, she started her photography career at 56. That's mm -hmm. awesome. 56 years old. She 56 is the new 35, you know? Yeah. I mean, mm -hmm. uh, it, it, it's all divine timing. And it's all when you're ready. Um, just yeah. like channeling Michael, I've been being prepared for it. And it just when it when I was when when I was I was ready when Michael came to me. 
Yeah. Yeah. Divine intervention, divine timing. Right. right. Yes. That's amazing. Yeah. So with your, with your photography, you photographed people that are amazing, like Quincy Jones and Lisa Marie Presley, Kevin Bacon, Sterling K. Brown. We love This Is Us, by the way. Um, <laughs> but I wanted to know, and you've been in like Time Magazine and InStyle Magazine. How did it come about? Did you just attract that with your energy and your gifts and talents? Or did you meet someone who connected you to all of them? Or how did that work? Oh, wow. Um, wow. Good question. <laughs> um, actually, it, it all goes back to uh, when I was still working my corporate job, a woman asked me, you know, what do you want to do with this photography? And I said, I love music and I want to shoot music. Mm. She had a friend who was a VP at RCA Records in the classical department. I brought my portfolio up there. And two weeks later, they hired, hired me to shoot James Galway. Oh, James Galway, arguably at that time, the greatest food player in the world, in the classical uh, world. Wow. Mm -hmm. um, so I, I got in the door that way, but it, it's just a lot, a lot of different um, things um, line up. Um, and, and like I said, they just happen when you, yep. you don't even know how <laughs> things happen. But, but the, the key is, is that I knew I needed to show up. Yes. I, I knew what I wanted. I knew what I loved. So, so Michael has, has a little exercise to find your passion. Mm -hmm. It's about what brings you the greatest amount of joy in life. Mm. What do you do that brings you the greatest amount of joy in life? So what brings me the greatest amount of joy in life is music and art and actors and film and theater. And, and that, I just, it just brings me so much joy. And then I realized, hey, I'm a pretty good photographer. Let me follow that. Yeah. So, I, follow, awesome. I, so I followed all of that. And it all began in like 2003 at, at South by Southwest in, in Austin, Texas, when I met Paste Magazine. And uh, I shot Wilco for the cover. And it just kept on growing and growing and growing and growing and growing. and um, I just knew where I needed to be and I kept on showing up, showing up found back in that, back in those days, it's different now. Um, you go and shoot for magazines. So in New York, I, um, saw this new magazine called Gotham magazine said, I want to shoot for them. Mm -hmm. Went up, dropped off my portfolio and they hired me. And I did a lot of a lot of amazing, amazing, amazing things for them, but uh, we wound up doing a, a section called um, "Up and Coming Actors," mm -hmm. and the first actor we did was Terrence Howard. Nice. Oh. And I didn't know who he was, and nobody knew who he was. He and I are friends to this day, but mm -hmm. that catapulted me into Hollywood. Mm -hmm. Sure. Yeah. He wow. loved the photos. We, we hooked up and he said, dude, we need you in Hollywood. Mm. And so I got, that's how I got into Hollywood. That's how I met uh, Taraji Henson, mm -hmm. photographed her. So the, the celebrity Hollywood thing took off from, from Terrence. Wow. The music thing was Paste Magazine. Mm -hmm. So if you just keep on, as Michael said, follow the pathway, stay open, know what you want know it brings you joy. Joy is always going to lead us and resonance is going to lead us into the direction 
that we need to go to go to. Mm-hmm. And that's that's pretty much how how I um, I follow that. Um, Sterling Brown and his wife Ryan Bethay were the two of the first people I moved I met when I moved to LA. Wow. In, oh, in nice. Wow. Okay. So you have you have a lot of friends, a lot of yeah. <laughs> special friends. <laughs> um, and you know, it's just it's just so interesting that um, when you say joy is all you need to follow or what you followed, it's such a simple recipe to to get aligned with what your soul wants and what what is right for you and what your purpose is. But most people, I think, feel that they they need to struggle that they mm-hmm. that they have to go through the ups and downs in order to get where they want to be happy but it is it is a lot more simple than than it has to be that people are letting it be oh definitely but you're but used I, to the struggle remember what i said when the woman i was dating said you hate your job yeah. and you hate your life so that's where i was i wasn't joyous the only time i was joyous is when i was shooting and hanging out with her nine to five and every other part of my life, I was miserable. Mm-hmm. So I had to go into this place and, and she was a wonderful angel that came along that brought it to my consciousness. You're miserable, Jeff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're miserable. Let and yourself be happy. I'm, I am, I am miserable. Yeah. You don't want to hang out with me or know me from nine to five every day. And I realized it and I said, there's, there's more to this. And it's when I found photography and even to this day, um, right before I came on here, I was editing photos Mm -hmm. and, um, you find that, uh, but a lot of people get overcome with, um, it's about what they're what we're conditioned with. Yeah. Um, I go back to, um, the reason why I was in the corporate world and doing what I was doing is because that was, that's what my father taught me. My father taught me, get a job, get benefits, get a retirement plan, and you'll be safe and secure for the rest of your life. Uh-huh. Oh, but, but will you be happy? Yeah. yeah. So the, the, the happy and the joyous part is not in there because right. he was a depression era, you know, and he was all about surviving life. Mm-hmm. Right. That's where most people yeah. are still today. Most people are in that place of, I have to survive life mm-hmm. as opposed to living life. Yeah. Um, well, and I think most people, like a large percent of the population, and I, I've seen it, is they just stay the same. They don't bother to pick up a book or to expand their mind. They just stay the same well that's the you martyr know? they want to keep repeating the same thing so they can stay in their that's actually their comfort zone so they can oh, keep yeah. complaining they want to complain about something so just, right. exactly there we're, we're in a i was in a, an amazing comfort zone right you know getting a job this and that got my paycheck all that had a nice apartment in manhattan etc 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 but how do you feel now now that you're doing what you love for years um i feel fulfilled Mm. so so it's not about like happy or anything like that because happy is a momentary state of being 
Mm. What our soul wants is fulfillment, the fulfillment of this, of the soul plan. Yeah. So there's a, a fulfillment within us that, that fills us. Mm. Being happy is just, you know, I'm happy to be with you ladies today. Mm-hmm. After we're finished and we go through all of this, we'll feel fulfilled right? because right. we're, because we're helping people. We're sharing. Yeah. Yes. So there's a fulfillment in it. And that's what the soul seeks. The soul seeks fulfillment of its plan. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we have to follow that and be fulfilled in it. And, um, but there, you know, there are so many more things that, that I want to do. I want to do my first photo book. I want to, uh, you know, I'm partnering with some major, major artists to, to go into partnerships of starting to sell my artwork with mm. them. Um, yeah. And I mean, there's always, so there's always more things. Yeah. New we, levels. We want to do. Go to, yeah. Always, expansion. It's Michael calls it, talks it this way. Um, if we look at ascension, Mm-hmm. Everybody always thinks about ascension and what, what does ascension mean? What is ascension? And in the biblical sense, it could be I'm ascending to heaven, mm-hmm. but we're in this lifetime. Yeah. So ascension is when we begin to heal the wounding within ourselves, realize that we're in survival mode, go into survival. What do I need to heal within that? to raise my resonance and vibration and ascend in this lifetime. Right. Release the wounding, the lower dense vibrational um, wounding and the energy, Mm -hmm. start to move into our hearts, ascend. And Michael calls it going up the ladder of our soul's divine plan. And we're ascending in this lifetime. Wow. Oh, good stuff. I feel like, you know, this is what we've been doing. Now we have- experiencing that yeah and now yeah. we have like a an understanding of what it's called yeah, and it does <laughs> what we feel, feel you know what it does feel like a ladder it really does and that's interesting yeah. prince has a prince has a song called the ladder and it says in the song it says everybody's looking for the ladder everybody wants salvation of the soul uh so that's interesting that, wow. um, yeah, yeah. He, he he got it he got it i've never met him but he got it on that on yeah. that level yeah, he did. He knew. Um, he had a knowing. And the most important thing is even in now, the way we're living and, and what's happening in the world, the, the, uh, the, the huge global pause and everything that's going on, a way uh, to take the edge off of life, even in survival mode, is to always come at life from a soul perspective. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. A soul perspective, um, <laughs> as opposed to the third dimensional perspective that's in our heads. Yeah, right. That's right. Some, a little bit of ego there. Uh, yeah. yeah, and come from a soul's perspective, meaning what's happening in my life now is in my is from in a soul perspective. Is what am I learning? Where am I growing? What's happening? Even looking at what's going on in the world. We could look at that from a soul perspective. Yeah, absolutely. Soul, heart. Uh, when I when I did your workshop, your event with Archangel Michael, he kept reminding us to tune into the depth and the breadth of our heart and our soul when we're 
letting out our truth, you know, and I, I, it's a great reminder because otherwise you get in your head and you get into ego and then you end up miserable. Hmm. Yeah. Well, you get caught in the conditioning, the programming and all of that stuff. If you stay in right. your, you stay in your heart space and just stay in a, from a soul perspective that whatever is happening in my life right now, whatever is happening in the world right now is so, so we can learn and grow. Yes. What's the gift? What's the lesson? But the most important part, I mean, that, that's all, those are all great concepts. Then somebody might say, well, I'm feeling scared. I'm feeling angry. I'm feeling this. I'm feeling that. Well, it's really important to allow yourself to feel all of those feelings. Mm -hmm. I don't like my life. I don't like my job. I, I am not happy in this relationship. I know I need to leave it, mm -hmm. but I'm frightened. Yeah. Then the question is, okay, so how does that make you feel? And then mm -hmm. what are the feelings? And then you're going to find that you're really frightened of the feelings that you don't allow yourself to feel. Mm -hmm. Meaning, if I, if I leave this relationship, I'm going to feel vulnerable, alone, sad, angry, mm -hmm. unsure, unsafe. Yeah. So I'd rather stay in the relationship and, mm. not, and not feel those feelings. Right. Wow. But then they have anxiety, depression, suicidal ideation. There's so much. <laughs> yeah, there's lots of motivation inspiration to, to climb into your soul and heart instead. Mm -hmm. um, well, with yeah. that, with that, I would love because I feel like we're really meant to remind ourselves that we we need to tune into our heart and soul and practice that so that we feel happier and freer and don't get stuck in the negative or, or low vibrations. Um, with that, I feel that we're, we're meant to do the channeling with Jeff of Archangel Michael. But first, Jeff, can you tell us where everyone can find you um, and we'll look at your photography and what you have coming up? Okay, so um, you can look at my photography work on my website uh, at jeffasano.com. That's three Fs in there. Um, We've got another Michael gathering coming up on September 16th. Ooh, I want to go. You can go to, uh, so those gatherings are, um, I bring in Archangel Michael. He comes in with a message. Whoever is there can ask Michael a question and Michael will process and help you through whatever is going on in your life or just give you a message if that's what you need. And we're doing that at, um, on September 16th at 6 p.m., Central, uh, 7 p.m. Eastern and 4 p.m. Pacific. If you'd like to join that and sign up, just go to uh, my website, journeyoftheawakenedheart.net. Go into the events section. All the inf information's there. You can always contact me at jeff at jeffasano.com. Uh, I've got that coming up. And folks, every Friday night, tune into Facebook Live and YouTube live for Real Men, Real Talk Live. Uh, we're really planting a lot of seeds and helping a lot of people uh, with that show. 
Great. Awesome. And you know, for our, our listeners out there, if you're interested in going to his Zoom event where he channels Archangel Michael, um, I highly recommend it. September 16th, you can also contact Eden or I and we'll connect you with Jeff. Awesome. Okay. Yes. All right. So Jeff, we are honored <clears throat> and excited that you're going to channel Archangel Michael for us just briefly. So um, we can go ahead and get into that process. Okay, cool. Um, let me do your I, thing. Yeah, I'm going to do my thing. You're now opening up to new parameters in your life where that is concerned. You're opening up to new shifts and changes in your life where that is concerned. And you're opening up to the greatness, the powerfulness, and the wonderment of life where that is concerned. As you now move through this specific period in time, the specific episode in time, the specific, specific moment in time on your earthly plane where that is concerned, and where you can now move from the outer to the inner where that is concerned, opening up to the depth and breadth of your heart, your heart space and opening up to the gloriousness of self where that is concerned. So a question that we have for each and every one of you is where are you moving into the depth and breadth of the fulfillment of your heart space where that is concerned? Where are you fulfilled in your life where that is concerned? Are you, are you fully connected with your passion, your purpose in this lifetime? Do you even know what your passion and your purpose in this lifetime is? It is now time, dear ones, as you are moving through this momentary global pause, this specific episode in your third dimensional realm uh, where that is concerned, dear ones, is to open up the depth and breadth of your heart space and begin to look into the mirror where that is concerned. Look into the mirror. Look at what is transpiring outside of yourself. Look at the relationships that you are in. Look at the relationship you're having with yourself. Look at your life, dear ones. What is transpiring in your life that may no longer resonate for you? Dear ones, you're in a perfect time, a momentary pause in your life to now move from the outer to the inner where that is concerned. Begin to, in many ways, clean up your life. In many ways, move into the depth and breadth of your heart space and see what no longer resonates for you. See in your vernacular what no longer works for you where that is concerned. And also look at what is working for you in life. What do you enjoy in life? What raises your resonance in vibration in your life where that is concerned? Look at the relationship that you're having with others outside of yourself. Do those relationships champion your highest good where that is concerned? Or do they drain energy from you? It is time now, dear ones, as what is transpiring in the world outside of you is disrupting your comfort zones. It's di disrupting what you have always termed as normal where that is concerned. In many ways, for many where that is concerned, your lives have been turned upside down. It is because what, what has transpired and what is, you have ceased doing is doing. An inordinate amount of doing out into the world. You're being asked now, dear ones, to look into the mirror and take a look at yourself at what is transpiring in your life. In many ways, to begin to clean up your life where that is concerned. Look at where you're living your life quite possibly in survival consciousness where that is concerned. Look at your life as where you're comfortable but may not like what's in your life where that is concerned. Look at those relationships. You may be comfortable in those relationships. You may be comfortable doing this. You may be comfortable in this, in this aspect of your life. Look at where you're comfortable and ask yourself, what in my life resonates for me and what no longer resonates for me? How do I feel 
about what is transpiring in my life. You're at a perfect time in this global pause, dear ones, to begin a wonderful process of a movement within, a movement within to see you, to see the true you, to possibly discover your truth within. What is your truth, dear ones? Is your truth peace, community, harmony, love, equality, togetherness, oneness? Or is it, dear ones, separateness? Is it isolation? Is it separation? Or is it oneness? You might say it's oneness, but you may be living a life that's contrary to oneness. You may be living a life that is separated. You are separating yourself from the outside world. You are separating yourself where that is concerned. You're in isolation where that is concerned. Dear ones, irregardless of what is transpiring in your life right now, in the third dimensional realm outside of yourself, dear ones, you can still move into a greater oneness with yourself, a greater togetherness with yourself, and in turn, a greater togetherness with those out outside of yourself with that, which is why we've asked you to look, dear ones, at what is transpiring in your life. Look at your relationships. Look at what resonates. Look at what no longer resonates. Take a good long look at your life if you so choose, dear ones, so you can raise your resonance and vibration to move into the true beingness of who you are. With that, dear ones, we see there are various questions and points of interest you have, dear ones, regarding what is transpiring in your life. Welcome, dear ones. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> do I you, can't. Archangel oh. Michael, do you have a message for Eden and I and the path we're on? What raises your resonance and vibration, dear ones? What truly resonates and vibrates with you as you open up and take on this new endeavor. What truly resonates and vibrates with your truth? I, I mean, I feel that it's, um, it's putting out the truth um, for not only us and Prince, but for everyone to see, um, to help them um, realize, have realizations. So it's like joy and inspiration and passion that's what I feel. And same for me, but also, yeah, it's about healing, so much about healing and helping people to realize there's another way to uh, to look at themselves and to allow themselves to feel their feelings. And this is all going to help with what we're trying to do in our projects. And what is that, Dira? What are you trying to do? <laughs> we are trying to publish a book that will be very helpful to the world and possibly go into some other realms of the entertainment industry to um, possibly make it into some other, I don't want to make it, um, I don't want to reveal too much, <laughs> but there's some, some projects that are sort of in the works and we want to just go as far as we can, new levels, so that we can reach as many people as we can with this project, with this book. And what is the project, dear one? The project is Prince's words in the afterlife and how now he sees that on earth he was in ego and what the difference is and how to live a more heart, soul-centered life um, how to tune into your authentic self. And we are able, Eden and I are able to speak that out through our 
podcast, through our guest appearances, through whatever comes of this book and live by example. So hopefully people see that in themselves. And so dear one, we ask you the question is what do you feel from the depth and breadth of your heart that is of the utmost importance to express to others in the world outside of yourself? What is your expression, dear one? Joy. Yeah, that's the word that came to mind for me. Joy, healing. For me, it's a lot about healing. And what is the expression though, dear ones? What is the intention behind your endeavor that will be able to help others raise their resonance and vibration? Is dear one the intention for others to see you as a mirror by you expressing the depth and breadth of your experiences in life so others can look at their life Mm -hmm. and say, I can move through my wounding. I can move through my experiences. I can move into the depth and breadth of me and in that process, reveal the depth and breadth of the truth of who I am so I can stand in my greatness, my powerfulness, and express to the world what is most important for me to express to the world. Does that make sense to you, dear ones? Yes, very much. And how does that make you feel, dear ones? Excited. (laughs) It is most important, dear ones, to always remember your expression, your truth, what matters to you, to know that what matters to you is that it it is important to express what matters to you to the world in order to support and guide others to do the same, to move into the wonderful and most glorious soul that they were meant to be when they incarnated into this earthly plane. Yes. Mm. Their truth. Finding their truth. Finding their truth, yes. And what is your truth, dear one? Um, harmony and peace and inspiration. Is it oneness, togetherness, community? And as you move along in your endeavor, creating what is important for you to create in your self-expression, because for both of you, dear ones, it's most important to understand there were were aspects in your life or parts, parts of the episodes of your life on your journey where in many ways you suppressed and repressed your self-expression. Does that make sense? Yes. Yeah, that's totally true. Yes. Each of you, dear ones, felt that in, in order to be loved by another, I must follow the pathway and be whatever they say I should be. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And we, we have learned that that is not the truth, and we have shifted out of that. So in many ways, dear ones, with that premise, with that wounding that you, you are healing and still heal. That is the message, dear one, in your endeavors. 
Okay. By being proxies for those yeah. who see you, who hear you, who listen to you, tell your story or your experience that the only way in which I thought I would be loved would be to suppress and repress me and then take care of everyone else's needs and then I will be loved. Hmm. Right. And that, would, that is what has transpired, dear ones, in your lives up until this very moment in time. And now that you are realizing that that was your old habits, patterns, rituals, and behaviors that was created through your wounding and what you learned from mom and dad, you came to a point of realization that said, wait a second, what about me? Hmm. What about me? What about me? All of a sudden, you are moving into a place of realizing as an adult, those are the wounds of the child. Exactly. I must, I must now nurture this child, but this child has always wanted to say something. Yes. This child always wanted to say something that was very important for everyone to hear and know and listen to. And you are now moving into that place, each of you, to begin to express your truth to the world. But those who will be coming to you are those who have the same or similar wounding as you. Wow. Those who have suppressed and repressed themselves, those who have given themselves away to others. It is important to understand in the human form that you are simply a proxy through your experience in life to connect with others so they can see that you have transcended and beginning to transform yourself so you can transition into this new life and simply help support and guide others who have had similar experiences in life that I have. Does that right. make sense to you, dear one? Yes. yes. And I think that is what the Prince book is all about, is helping others, even entertainment industry people, realize they can shed the ego and be connected to their true selves. So Archangel Michael, we have to stop because our studio time is up, <laughs> but we appreciate and send you so much love and light. So dear ones, you feel completed this time. Yes, yes. and grateful, very grateful. So then dear Thank ones, you. we take our leave at this wonderful and most glorious time. We say this, and for all those dear ones, it is most important to move into the depth and breadth of your heart space and discover the wonderfulness, the greatness, the peacefulness, the tranquility, and the depth and breadth of who you truly are. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Bye, guys. Bye. Hi there, it's it's Eden and Kim from Talk Purpose and Truth, and we're just letting you know about an amazing webinar series in September. Um, every Tuesday night, starting September 8th, 15th, 22nd, 
and the 29th from in, in the US California time, it's 5.30 to 7 p.m. Um, check the post for the other times in other areas. And these are amazing, powerful webinars for the Imperfectly Perfect campaign, helping reduce the stigma around mental health awareness. And there's going to be amazing celebrity guests and guest experts talking about how to flow through fear, how to get rid of uncertainty during these times, how to handle stress, grief, depression, anxiety, stories of triumph over tragedy and how you too can feel better and have a more positive mindset during this time. So look for Imperfectly Perfect campaign on Instagram or Facebook or check out Talk Purpose and Truth's pod, uh, podcast <laughs> or the pages on Facebook and Instagram and you'll find the link to sign up for all of these or for each one individually. And the money goes towards Imperfectly Perfect campaign, just $37 per event. Thank you so much. For more information on Eden, go to EdenSuston.com. For more information on Kim, go to KimLifeCoach.com. Make sure to follow them on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Talk Purpose and Truth Podcast. If you loved this episode, you'll love every episode. So be sure to subscribe so you don't miss anything. Thank you for listening.